2: Hello to all our friends and family and all the countries around our beloved planet. Welcome to Dr. Catherine May's Blog Talk Radio Program Channel Panel. Today is Sunday, August 24th, 2014. Today's show is our healing call and training for ascension with Sananda. This is your co-host, Meg Davis, and I'm calling in from the greater Atlanta area in Georgia. And our host, Catherine, is calling in from High Falls, New York. Hi, Catherine.
0: Hi, Meg. Good to hear your voice.
2: You as well. How are we you We have a
0: really exciting show today. Jam-packed. Yay. That's all kinds of good stuff.
2: <laughs>
0: <clears throat> so let's just name our websites and your Facebook page so people know who we are. I think we have quite a few new listeners coming on every week. So we want to make them welcome and let them know who we are and what we're doing here, especially since they, they put our show as a featured um, host. There are more people coming to check out and see what we're doing here. So we want them to feel welcome. So my website is whoneedslight.org, and we also have a Facebook page. That's called Healing for Ascension Tour. And if you're one of those people who says, you know, my relatives think I'm crazy and my friends have all kind, of, all kind of yawn and turn away when I talk about what I care most about in life, then we also have a page for you, which is Healing for Ascension Tour Group. And Meg is very familiar with that. She's a very active participant on that page. So, Meg, do you want to say something about what that's for and then also give yours, your Facebook page? Wonderful.
2: Absolutely. So, again, my name is Meg Davis, and I am a Chinese medicine practitioner and nutritionist in a town called Madison outside Atlanta. And I have been... Um, following Catherine's work and the Healing for Ascension Tour work for a little over a year now, about a year and a half, and I am a member of the Facebook page Healing for Ascension Tour group. So Healing for Ascension Tour is the latest up-to-date messages coming from our masters and guides through Catherine and any up-to-date tour news when we're, go- we're going to be on the road with her visual centering work and workshops, but the group page is for our personal journeys and sharing and support and stories and evolution on an individual path and also a group consciousness path as we're all becoming more and more aligned with our oneness and our group consciousness. And we have actually a, formed a very powerful group consciousness with all the members on Healing for Ascension Tour. So as soon as you log in and sign up to be accepted which is 100% guaranteed so no worries Gabriella always likes me to make sure I mention that you are one with our group consciousness and you get to partake of all of our awarenesses and share yours as one um, as well as spiritually and also on the page and sharing your own stories it's a really a beautiful page and it's so wonderful to be around such high vibrational people but also regular human beings on our own path, full of mistakes and foibles and human error as the rest of us, but all of us seeking that one goal of raising our vibrations and coming into full consciousness and ascension. So it's a marvelous support group. So I highly recommend you join. My Facebook page for health information um, is wisdomwithin Davis. And I support people's ascension through their health and their diet and balancing um, their energy fields with acupuncture. So that's what I do. Thank you, Catherine.
0: Mm-hmm. So it's quite an exciting time. We're getting new assignments every day here. <clears throat> so our work evolves. <clears throat> we haven't had just one one format and the reason for that is because every time we work out a format and we get good at it they say okay now you're going to add something so this sunday call especially has become a sort of mixture of healing and ascension training which really are the same thing um, so it goes very well together to be working on your physical health and raising your vibration. And they've added a new challenge to us in the last couple of months, and that is a a kind of intellectual understanding of where we're going. But we have left behind the three-dimensional concept of what intellectual means. And what they're trying to help us do now is to raise ourselves to the point where our mind, the part of our brain that helps us to add two and two, for instance, and our heart are not separate and not different, not one better than the other, not one separate from the other, but unified and when we talk about unity consciousness, we don't just mean unified with other people. We mean unified with ourselves. And so <clears throat> each, during the night and in the mornings, when I awaken, I'm, I'm always in the middle of a conversation with Sananda. And he's been encouraging me to talk about these things and this is why Gabriella and I she she got a question on the Facebook page that was exactly about what Sananda's telling us we need to talk about and that's when we wrote the article about the black hole of forgiveness. And so we're having a little fun with it, you know. We thought, oh boy, now let's see what's next. The black hole of <laughs> perhaps. Um the black hole of discernment. (laughs) So I think today he's going to talk about, more about this, about not just new age teaching, but brand new teachings. And he has asked us, especially for me and for Gabriella and for the people on these calls and for our Facebook page, that we take it to a higher level. There's a lot of good stuff out there. We know that. There are a lot of people who've been teaching, who've been very helpful. And what he wants us, what he's showing me is that it's a staircase. And we stand on the shoulders of those who came before us, very literally, because without the teachers who created the wonderful Buddhist, Hindu, um, even New Age uh, teachings, we wouldn't be where we are now. But he's saying now it's time to reach for a higher level of understanding and of discussion. And this is what we're struggling for on the Facebook page and amongst ourselves and between and amongst ourselves to find a way to talk about fifth-dimensional thinking that doesn't take us back to three-dimensional thinking. So this is our challenge right now, to listen to our language, to listen to every word we speak, and be aware of what meanings we're placing on it, and whether that meaning is a third-dimensional meaning or a higher level meaning. So we're being asked to be really mindful about everything and also not to fall into the trap of thinking if it comes from your brain, it's bad. If it comes from your heart, it's good. There's no such thing. So now we're being asked, now that we've finally recognized that we have hearts, that was a big step for most of us. We were so used to being in our heads, being you know intellectual in a sense of just using your head and, and ignoring your heart. So now the next step is going to be using your mind, which is really the way our higher selves think, and your heart in concert, to see, to experience new, newly how we are uh, a single organism and that we're designed to work this way. We're designed to work together with our hearts, with our minds, with our group consciousness. So Sananda keeps giving us bigger and bigger challenges. And this is difficult for me because it's it's a lot of people said say, you know, how dare you say these things or how... Who do you think you are? I, this is not my idea. Sananda has said you will be the voice of Sananda. But he said it so that we have some kind of guide about what to use as the highest level at the moment. And I'm sure at any moment that that what I'm bringing through is not the highest level, he'll say so. He'll He'll say, no, somebody else is doing Sananda now. So for now, he has said, I'm, I'm bringing forth the most recent and therefore the highest level message. So this is a challenge. We are to read what comes through each time with every single message to read it as if it's brand new as if it stands alone and to try to absorb the higher dimensional meanings in the things that he's saying now so i'm going to let him explain that further but that's my take on what he's been saying lately it's a challenge for all of us including me but i just have have worked very hard for many years just to get us to step aside so I bring through the words that he gives me. But he's also said the vibration that the channel attaches to the meanings are really important. So what I try to do when I channel Sananda is to bring through his energy and the the feel that he has when he's saying these words. And if you, can, if you can detect that in the messages, I think it's probably easier in the, the blog talk messages because you can hear the vibration in his voice. And I really try to bring through the vibration that is Sananda when you hear the messages. So that's what we're trying to do now. And I'm, I'm doing that so that you can get the clear message of what he's bringing through right now, this minute. And he's he's reaching for something in us. He's reaching to help us to tune. Now I'm getting pictures from him as I'm speaking. He's reaching to help us tune ourselves as our DNA is being changed. So we're literally growing into our new DNA. And the messages he's giving us now are designed to help us be present within the new strands of DNA that are coming online daily. So it's really a tuning, uh, it's tuning work. It's as if, you know, we're the piano and Sananda is tuning us and helping us to reach a higher level by using the new equipment we're being given. So I'm going to turn it over to him beyond that and, and see what he has to say about it. Um, but that's our, uh, that's our approach. So as we've done in the past, we have some requests for special healings from people um, and they've asked for some special attention and to have their names called when we go to the Arcturian ships so that they can have a special blast because in many cases these are difficult medical issues and people really want some help. So I'm going to read off the ones I have now. I'm, I apologize, too. I. Just got an email from someone who wanted me to read hers, but I'll have to try and get to my email while I'm also handling two panels here. So it's if you send your requests to Gabriella, she prints them out for me, so I don't have to try and go to my email and find them. She writes them out and prints it out for me in a nice, uh, compact little letter here. Um, so if anyone wants to ask for a special healing, please send it to Gabriella at healingforascension.com. That is on our website. Right, Gabriella? It's listed? All right, we'll check and make sure. Um, okay, here we go. This is from Joyce Smith for her mother, Julia, and herself. Julia is 93. She's deaf and blind. She has severe neuralgia and several other things that are a problem. She has severe arthritis and she broke her hip last year. And Joyce has cataracts and an astigmatism. She takes care of mom, so she doesn't sleep much and feels completely drained and stressed. Oh, Joyce, you are not alone. There are so many people now who are caring for elderly parents, and it's so hard. Whatever your relationship was with them before can either complicate or make it easier, but any way you figure it, it's hard physical labor. It's hard emotionally. And so we're going to send you a big blast of healing help and also love, just to fill you up with love so that you can Keep going and feel good about what you're doing. We also have a request from Teresa. Um, her, Her name is Teresa Puebla Buckley, and she is the wife of Don, who is our webmaster. And her mother, Eva, is in Mexico City, and Teresa is in a pickle because she just had a new baby, and she can't yet leave with the new baby until the baby's passport comes. And she's really frustrated and praying because her mother's had colon cancer and she's had two surgeries and the area just got infected and she's not doing well. So we're going to send big love to Teresa's mom, Eva, and try to blast that infection right out. Okay, here's from Marlene, our dear friend Marlene, from Canada. She's writing for her friend Lisa's son, Stephen, who has developed schizophrenia since he was very young. And his symptoms are aggressiveness and suspicion of everyone and everything. And he has hallucinations. He's been taking medication, but... As we know, the medications are very primitive and often not very effective. So Lisa's had a, a meltdown and is, is not in such good shape either. So we're going to send her lots of love and encouragement. So thank you, Marlene. And here's one from someone from South Africa. <clears throat> Um, she calls herself Pamela. Let's see if I can say her African name. Krishnaveni. So Krishnaveni was born in 1974 and is having some fairly difficult physical symptoms. She has a bit of pain and bleeding. So um, Krishnaveni... I want to reassure you, she hasn't been to a doctor, but she, she thought maybe her symptoms were from the light and love that we're receiving. But I want to assure her that the light and love that's coming through will not cause bleeding or pain. So if she, she had fibroids removed last year, um, if you're having bleeding from the colon or the intestines, it is not caused by anything that's been coming through lately it's important that people understand there is there are ascension symptoms but they're not severe medical problems like this so we need to help her really focus on this intestinal problem heal it and and also her her english name is pamela Pamela, to pay very close attention to what's going on in your body so you don't overlook anything. All right. So Anne, um, her left shoulder and hip and pelvis are painful because of releasing old memories and past pain. And she knows that this is a restructuring process for her. This is very important. Um, she says she also she's in Atlanta, so maybe she'd like to talk with Meg. Um, she already has she has been working with an acupuncturist and a chiropractor, so she's starting to release things for her. So she says she hasn't responded so well to the healing in the past two Sundays. She can feel the healing energy, so she thought she'd ask for a special healing for herself. So she can really be focused and absorbing. This is really important. Thank you, Ann, for bringing this up. It is a good thing to work with healers or a good massage therapist or a good chiropractor when you're trying to release old pain and you're restructuring. You're literally restructuring your whole self, your thinking, your feelings, and your body. So it's a wonderful thing if you have someone you can work with to help you with this, and by all means, come you know tell us what you need, and we'll help too, because every single one of these requests brings up issues that other people have as well. So we want to try and help in all kinds of um, in all kinds of issues, not just. The, the usual medical ones, but also the psychological ones. And speaking of, here's someone. Um, her name is Ariel. And she's listened to the radio blogs and the healing sessions, um, but she's never felt anything or had any kind of healing. And here's why. She's so depressed that she's thinking of suicide all the time. Well, Ariel... If you are thinking of suicide all the time, of course you can't absorb um, any healing because you're focused on the darkness. Now she said, "I know it's no excuse, but she's had a very hard life, and she 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 gives a list of the other of the things that have happened to her who were that were just horrific." It was psychological abuse, physical problems of all kinds. And oh my God, Ariel, you have really had a rough time of it. Please accept our compassion and our sense of being there with you. You've had a list that goes beyond what most people have ever experienced. But if she's sitting here crying, and it's hard to type. Oh, if I wasn't such a baby, I'd be gone now. Wow, Ariel, you have a couple of concepts in this letter that really give us the tip-off to what the problem is. You hate yourself, and this is why you want to commit suicide. You're filled with self-hatred, or you wouldn't say something like if you weren't such a baby, meaning if you were braver or more of a grown-up, you would kill yourself. Well, certainly not if you can shift into your heart instead of your head, which is just driving you crazy right now. You're filled with thoughts of hatred because you've been treated hatefully, just hatefully. So, your recovery will have to be through love and through learning to love yourself. Now, that may sound just like words to you, but this is what we're struggling toward, all of us. You had a bigger dose than most, and good for you that you've survived it. She said she killed herself in 1991 but they brought her back well why do you suppose they brought you back Ariel you must be here for a reason you're here so that we can talk about you and talk to you she's been raped at knife point she lost her three children and her parents are dead and now she has a huge list of physical problems. Okay, Ariel, take a deep breath. You have to be a powerful master. You have to be, or you would never have taken on such a life. It takes real courage to come here and agree to live a life in which so many difficulties are going to come your way. Now, of course, we're not saying that you chose every single event that ever happened to you. That's not it. But generally, we say, you know, okay, I'm going back. This is going to be my last lifetime. And I'm going to challenge myself to every possible kind of difficulty I can imagine and bring it on. Well, Ariel, you brought it on. And you are courageous to be still here breathing. So if you can, wipe your tears and reach deeply inside, not into this program that keeps playing in your mind. It's nothing but a program. And the program was placed there by all the people who treated you hatefully. And unfortunately, you've turned on the program and it's still attacking you. But now it's you who are attacking yourself. So first, let's just say a very brief, make a brief comment. God does not approve of suicide. He doesn't consider it the right way out, or it's not that it's not forgivable. It's just, okay, Ariel, you had the courage to come here. You had the courage to take this on. And we know that somewhere deep in your heart, you have the strength to pull yourself through this. Now, we're going to send you some help. We're going to send you some people who can hear you and who really care. And they're going to help you turn this around. And what you start with is to turn the attitude around, the attitude of hatred towards yourself. Now this is a perfect example for everyone else of how having an attitude of hatred towards yourself creates physical illness and pain. And some of the things that you've described, panic attacks, depression, um, spastic colon, for instance, are all caused by anxiety and by these feelings of self-hatred. So hang on to your chair. We're going to send you a big blast of love and healing energy. And what we hope is that you will try your very best to let it in. Promise yourself you will try something new. Because this old program you've been using isn't working. Not if you feel like this and you're so sick and you're struggling. It's not working. So come on along with us. Just open your mind and open your heart and just let us pour the love over you. And I bet you this time you're going to feel it. Because... Make a picture of yourself, and this is for everybody else who suffers from depression, ever. Picture yourself with a whip in your hand. You are whipping yourself. Now, picture yourself putting the whip away from yourself, dropping it, and walk away. Now you're going to be able to hear because you're not in so much pain from just beating up on yourself. So anyone who's been depressed, you know this is what Robin Williams needed. This is all he needed, was to know that he was worthy and to really understand that he's loved, and not just by fans and by you know family members but by God and by your higher self that's our way out so here we go we're going to we have another um, another request from Cyril who is our French translator from France oh it's a testimonial great Cyril thank you and we had another testimonial, too, in my email that I didn't um, yet get to collect. But this is wonderful. We love to hear this. Okay. I just wanted to let you know about what happened to my heart since the last call and mentioning my name on the call. First of all, my mother is feeling much better. She goes walking in the park a little bit every day and started riding a little bit every day. Riding? Is she riding in a car? Is she riding a bicycle? For me, I had a huge and sharp pain in the evening and from time to time during the night after the call. It restarted during the week and when I reread Sananda's channeling and the article that Gabriella and I wrote. So he's had a sharp pain and he said, I had a feeling during the week that my heart was beating a little bit faster after the call than before. I checked it out this morning, and it raised from 35 pulses to 40 pulses per minute. You're getting closer, Cyril. So Cyril had a problem with a low heartbeat. Um, He was born with a hole in his heart, and he struggled with a slow heartbeat. So, okay, Cyril. You're up to 40. That's closer. Keep going. So thank you, Cyril, for the feedback. We're glad your mom's doing better. And also thank you for your beautiful French translations. So there are a few others I wanted to mention, but we will include them next week. So those of you who sent us requests, please send them to Gabriella. And we are going to now call on Sananda to come in. So are you there, Meg? I am. I'm going to ask that you do your um, discussion. Remember we talked about, we promised people that you would talk about heart disease. Yes. So... We're going to do that, but I want to I want to ask Sananda how he would like to weave it in. So then you and Sananda can give a discussion about the heart healing. How would that be?
2: Yes, I'm happy with that.
0: <laughs> All right. So I'm just going to now turn the call over to Sananda, and I'm going to let him sort of gauge how he wants to do it from now on and he will work with you on this uh, discussion about hearts so that's i'm gonna, just now step aside and then you and sananda can talk very good <laughs> i'm just Thank telling you. her this now i guess my sananda must have put this idea in my head just now because i, I am thought yeah, of, yeah, of it talk before about,
2: <laughs> yeah that's going strong thank you yes
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay all right so i'll step aside and let sananda take the call over and we'll see what he how he wants to plan it
2: very good all right Catherine. i'll let you just sit back and take a beautiful deep breath and sananda's right here welcome sananda
0: welcome dear meg yes this is i sananda and i couldn't wait to get on the call (laughs) <laughs> I loved what you've been talking about these past weeks. It's been so productive, and you can feel it, can't you? People are really beginning to absorb the healing energy we're sending them. And your call, was it only last week, when you gave the talk about, about nutrition and diabetes and heart disease and so on and changing your diet people were stunned into coming awake and really shocked into seeing how far away they really were from taking good care of themselves and so when you lay it out for them so clearly it becomes impossible for people to say, oh, well, I have a great diet. I don't eat candy. <laughs> well, that's not all there is to a great diet. And you were, you were very careful about the way you specified the beginning steps. And this is what we're talking about now. You gave people a foundation. It was a foundational discussion about how you can really change your life by changing the way you look at food, the way you eat food, the way you think about food, and the way you think about taking care of yourself. Now, when you talked about Ariel and her depression and her many, many physical problems, What she's describing is that she has not learned to love herself and to take good care of herself. I want to send first a blast of loving energy to everyone on this call. And I want you to listen carefully with your heart as I send you this blast. Do we have a better wave, maybe? This wave of healing energy, to help you prepare for what we're going to do next. So this is why I wanted to come in, Meg, before you begin your talk, because I want people's ears to be tuned so clearly that they're going to hear the highest level of what you're saying. So here we go. I'm going to count downward from three. And you're all going to feel a wave of warmth, acceptance, and the deepest love and compassion from me to you. Three, two, one. There. There open your heart go ahead come open your hearts feel it wash over you all the way from the top of your head to the tips of your toes and beyond notice your aura all around you let me Shine up your aura a little too. Yes. You see how nice it feels. Just absorb it. You don't need to do anything. You don't need to prove anything. You don't need to produce something or make sure you've done the right thing. Just just breathe it in. I love you because you're you. And just because you're here. And you are here because you're worthy. Now, most of you don't think of it that way. You're here because you've previously proven yourself to be worthy before you even came to this life so forget trying to prove you're worthy now you don't need to, it's done there is nothing you could do now to prove yourselves unworthy you are human beings and because of that you deserve love Because of that, you deserve compassion. You have all taken on difficult lives. There is no one on this call who could possibly honestly say, I've just had such an easy, comfortable life. None of you have done that. You came here with strength. It is deep inside. Draw on your inner strength, dear ones, and let me pour love all over your inner strength. That's comfortable, isn't it? When you have those two things, the connection to your inner strength, which comes with your body, your heart, your mind, your humanness, and your soul together. That makes up your inner strength. When you are completely connected, ensconced in that feeling of inner strength, and you allow yourself to open your channels, picture yourself in your pillar of light, and then allow us to just Pour the light down on you so that the love and the light from God meets your inner strength.
2: And now
0: you are indomitable. You are powerful. You are resolute. You are invulnerable. And aware of it. Now, you know what I mean by invulnerable. You cannot die. There is no such thing. You cannot be defeated. It would be impossible. Because you're one of us. So, Thinking about suicide, well, it's pointless because you wouldn't die anyway. Now you only need to connect with your real feelings of life, vitality and joy. And any idea of suicide would be unthinkable. We want you here among us. We need you here. We love you. We don't want anyone to leave because they're depressed or disgusted with themselves. Oh, no. No, that is not part of your contract. Not ever. And this is why so often when someone tries to commit suicide, they're brought back. Because, of course, the, ruling, the rule has always been, the universal law has always been, if you throw away this lifetime, you'll have to come back and redo it. Now, that's probably not what you would like to do. We're all moving on now. We're moving forward, upward. And it's going to be a joyful time. So see yourself growing. See yourself opening all your channels to let the love pour down on you. And also open your mind. You have a mind for a reason. You are intelligent, creative beings. You only need to learn to use your mind in a different way. Now, I think you're ready. Now, when you hear Meg talk, take that information to your heart and to the center of your mind where you communicate with your higher self. And so any idea that you adopt, any thinking you engage in must be in complete alignment with your higher self. And so you will find your thinking like God. And believe me, that's much more fun than the way you've been tra- ta- taught to, to think. All right. Dear Meg, I think they're all ready now. Would you like <laughs> to... <laughs> Would you like to continue and give us your talk for today? You beautifully weave things together having to do with nutrition and caring for yourself and so on. And I think today you're going to talk about hearts. Yes. Am I right? Yes, you are, Sananda. Well, take it away, dear.
2: (laughs) Thank you, Sananda although I think it's very unfair for you to give such an amazing love love blast and expect me to speak. So I'll, I'll take issue with that later. So, yes, but I'd much rather be speechless for those reasons than others. Thank you so much. My heart is absolutely exploding with your love and your unconditionality and your enthusiastic acceptance of our of our path here. It's long overdue that we hear you're okay. You're just okay and more than okay. You're just doing marvelously. And thank you for that reassurance.
0: Oh yes. yes. You're welcome. Mm And, you no. know, you, you once again bring up something that's very important, and you didn't even realize it. When you said you don't know if you can think and feel this at the same time, <laughs> this is what the transition is, dear. Now, if you continue to feel the love I sent you and allow yourself to speak inside that love, and everything you say will resonate with the power of light and love and people will hear it differently so take a deep mm-hmm. breath here you have a fund of information you can rely on you don't have to worry about that and when you speak just speak with all of yourself and we will listen very carefully thank you so
2: it's interesting to talk about hearts because there's there's two sides to everything there's an energy side that has a physical aspect and an emotional one. And our organs are just the same. There's a physical organ that beats in your chest and there's also an emotional organ that is the center of your love and your intelligence. So many times when I'm working with people about their heart health, I have to address both sides, just like Sananda so beautifully did, that heart health has two sides. It has the love for ourselves and the words we choose to speak, and the people we choose to hang around with, the things we choose to read and allow in our heart, and also the foods and the liquids and the nutrition that we eat, which is symbolic and a metaphor of the love we have for ourselves and the light and the dark have given us choices in front of us each day to be able to love ourselves or continue in patterns that don't speak for our love of ourselves and the foods we choose just like every other choice we have. So we had several people request a discussion about heart health. So I'm happy to combine some information about the physical heart and the way that the foods we eat influence the health of our physical heart as well as and combine those with Sananda's words on the love we have for ourselves. Thank you again. I'll start with a story. I had a young boy who was 15 who would have defined himself as suicidal lovely young man, courageous, artistic, deep thinker. And he came to me with a few words and a low spirit and eyes that wouldn't connect with mine. And we began our work. And we talked about food and we talked about the self-love. And we did acupuncture, which opens up the meridians to flow, the energy that Sananda is giving us. It comes through our meridians and our vessels and our nervous system and all the things that flow in our body carry the love that we receive on these calls. So the more open our meridians and our pathways are in our body, the more we can receive that love and move it to all the areas of our body and integrate it into ourselves. So... He had a lot of blockages because of his diet and his energy flow. So I told him about dietary changes and in the most amazing way he took them and ran. I only had to give him one talk and he was gone. He never looked back. It was beautiful to see. And each week he got better and better and better. And then he started bringing me artwork and he started bringing me and showing me his art journal and he started talking about the different art groups he was joining and his art teachers and his engaging in life. It it brought me to tears on several occasions to be with him because he was a true master and he got the understanding of heart health on both sides. And today he would, he actually comes to my health talk and I let him speak of his story because he's taken over the cooking for his family. He's 15 and he cooks for his family of seven. <laughs> I think it's an amazing story. And this is what we can do. This is a piece of the puzzle that we can add as part of our self-love. There's also an interesting book that was written by a clinical psychologist, her name is Natalie Campbell McBride, and she wrote a book called The Gut and Psychology Syndrome. And I speak, I want to bring this up for the caller who has the child who's been diagnosed with schizophrenia, but it affects all of us because this clinical psychologist noticed that her spectrum disorder patients, schizophrenia, bipolar, anxiety, depression, autism, epilepsy, ADD, ADHD, dyspraxia, dyslexia, the whole works, also had gut problems. And she wanted to understand why. So she found a diet already published and understood the connection between the gut and psychology, whereas Western medicine makes a division between the two and there's no division. They're both the same, our heart and our mind and our gut and our brain and all of our emotions are one story. They're not separable. So Western medicine many times will say, you know, you need to go see a psychologist or a psychiatrist or a social worker. When in fact, it's the same problem is why you have irritable bowel, colitis, Crohn's disease, and many other gut problems. So the book is called Gut and Psychology Syndrome. So if she's listening, I'd love for you to write that down because it could mean a, quite a quick solution uh, for your son along with the energy work that you're hearing on this call. So that's uh, that's my my start. So... Let's just have a a collection of terms so we can understand about hearts. We have heart attacks, which are sudden blockages in your artery that supplies blood to your heart. We have coronary heart disease, which is plaque buildup in your arteries. Shortness of breath, angina, could lead to heart attacks. We have deep vein thrombosis, which are blood clots, usually in your legs. We have atrial fibrillation, which is an irregular heartbeat. Usually they use pacemakers to correct this issue. We have a term hypercholesterolemia, which is a very fancy word for just high cholesterol, which is allopathic medicine or Western medicine says high cholesterol is anything over 200, which I strongly disagree with. So I'll talk more about that. The two main ones, most people say I have heart disease is coronary heart disease, which involves two things, arteriosclerosis and atherosclerosis, which are used interchangeably. And they're, they're words that mean that your blood vessels that carry oxygen and nutrients from your heart to the rest of the body have become stiff and thick, and filled with plaque. And so your arteries become so congested that they restrict the blood flow to your organs and other tissue forming problems depending on where that blockage is in your body. And then we have also hypertension or high blood pressure, which is defined as anything over 140, over 90 when you get your blood pressure checked, which just measures the force of the pressure on the walls of your arteries as your heart pumps your blood. So I just wanted to list those words out loud because heart disease could be several things and usually people have some combinations of problems or they may get a certain diagnosis and they come to me with, okay, I have high blood pressure, can you help me? And we need to unroll the understanding about how the heart works and what their problems are. Now, it's interesting There was a a caller last week who brought up a wonderful website by Weston A. Price. And the website is westonaprice.org. And Mr. Price had an amazing book he wrote called Nutrition and Physical Degeneration. And Price traveled all over the world and studied isolated human groups. So groups that had very little interaction with the outside world, including small sequestered villages in Switzerland, the Eskimos and Indians of North America, Malaysian and Polynesian, South Sea Islanders, African tribes, Australian Aborigines, New Zealand, and South America. And he found that these groups had traditional diets and they had certain characteristics And he looked and really noted what these people were eating and he also noted and studied them long enough that he was able to see some of them transition to modern, convenience foods and also studied them then and showed the difference in how they started developing diseases when they adopted a modern diet. So these traditional diets had a couple of things in common which have to do with our heart. These peoples had diets that had no refined or denatured food, so they came with their own enzymes. No refined sugar or corn syrup, no white flour, no canned goods, no pasteurized or homogenized or skim or low-fat milk. They had no refined or hydrogenated vegetable oils no artificial vitamins, no food additives, and no food colorings. The also interesting thing is most traditional diets carry and varied from 30% fat to 80% fat, like the Eskimos. So an unusually high percentage of fat, but very specifically, they had only 4% of their diet came from what I call bad fats. And most of their fats came from saturated or monounsaturated fatty acids. So it was very interesting when he studied these traditional diets and saw where I think most of us are turning. Now, granted, they also had animal products, and we've been told to remove animal products from our diet. So we have to also, when we visit the website, take that with a grain of salt and know that we're substituting plant proteins for animal proteins for our ascension path. So just keep that in mind when you're, if you'd like to visit the website. So with heart health, we're looking at two things that traditional diets showed us. They had no refined carbohydrates, and they had very healthy fat, and this is really the key for heart disease in our country, is refined carbohydrates and poor fats or unhealthy fats. So remember from our talk last week, when we look at high insulin levels which are triggered from carbohydrates, or refined carbohydrates, we're looking at things like diabetes, obesity, infertility, heart disease, stroke, high blood pressure, leaky gut, food intolerances, trouble sleeping, sleep apnea. Many of these things that you go to different doctors for but they're actually one problem. And this is what gets all of us so confused is we go to so many different doctors yet they're actually one problem. So being able to follow the guidelines from last week with reducing the certain types of carbohydrates from your diet will start to reduce the insulin level which also lowers your risk for heart disease. Very interesting point that nobody talks about in Western medicine. Insulin alone is a separate risk for heart disease, just the insulin, which is so interesting. But refined carbohydrates also cause what we call bad cholesterol, which is called very low density lipoproteins, which are forming plaque in our arteries. Not regular HDL, LDLs, but very low-density lipoproteins, which you'll see if you get blood work done. These are plaque-forming cholesterol in our veins that cause the blockages in our arteries. Insulin also causes hypertension, blood clots, blood thickening, high sedimentation rate, which is very inflammatory in the body. So insulin alone and changing our diet to remove refined carbohydrates is gonna be very impactful. But one of the things that most of my patients have a question about is cholesterol. So I wanna address that. Cholesterol is a substance that's primarily made from our liver. It's actually a vital component to our health. 75% of our cholesterol is made from our liver Very small amounts actually come from our food. So when you go to a doctor and they tell you to lower your cholesterol, lower the cholesterol in your food, it's not really having any effect. Changing the fats will, but not the cholesterol in the food because the liver is the organ that makes the abundant levels. One of the things that a lot of people don't understand is how powerful cholesterol is for our health and why it is so dangerous for people to go on cholesterol-lowering drugs unless they have a family lineage of extremely high cholesterol, 600, 700 level. What very high? That's a genetic component. But going on cholesterol-lowering medications when we're at 200, 250, 300 is actually quite dangerous. Cholesterol is produced by almost every cell in the body and it's vital for a repair substance for wounds and for tears in our arteries. So when we have a wound, which is caused from smoking and too much insulin, cholesterol then goes to the artery to repair it. It's vital for our health. So if we take cholesterol-lowering medications, we're not able to repair our arteries and we actually have more risk for heart disease by taking cholesterol lowering medications. So that's a, a misnomer in the, in the understanding of cholesterol and heart disease. Cholesterol is also a precursor to our vitamin D which is our happy hormone, the sunshine hormone. So we need cholesterol to synthesize the sunshine for vitamin D. Cholesterol also helps us fight infections and is the precursor to many hormones Cholesterol makes all of our sex hormones, all of our estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, so very vital for our, for our health and happiness. And interestingly enough, cholesterol is also protects against depression. There's a link to the brain and nervous system with cholesterol. So very interesting. So I like to put cholesterol back in the, in the uh, minds of people as, as our friend <laughs> and work from that place. But, Sananda, you mentioned last week that you'd like me to address the connection between stress response and people's diet. So I'd like to take a second to do that.
0: Yes, dear, and I'd like to add something to the wonderful descriptions you've just given. There is a very simple um, corrective approach to high cholesterol, and that is breathing. Breathing. Oxygen in the blood helps to circulate, activate, um, make useful the cholesterol and to, to direct it to burn in all the places where it is helpful and to get the cholesterol, as you've said, to be your friend. So the the cholesterol that's circulating in your blood needs oxygen. People who hold their breath will have high cholesterol levels. It's very simple. It's like you have your, um, your car operating on a setting that's too rich, too much fuel running through and not enough air works the same way. If you're trying to run your lawnmower and the, the fuel is too rich, it will choke and stop running. Choke as in cough and sputter. So are, your bodies work the same way. If you're not breathing, if you're holding your breath, you're in fear. You're generating all of the fight-or-flight hormones. And you're not allowing your body to use the cholesterol that's in your bloodstream for all those wonderful things you've just described. So thank you, dear.
2: Thank you, Sananda. Many people believe that our stress response is just an outer response. We see something that causes us fear or worry for our physical body or those of our loved ones, and we initiate the fight or flight mechanism to get us out of danger, to run from the bear or fight the bear. You're going down the road and a car drives a little too close and you trigger into fight or flight mode and all the blood leaves your abdomen and your brain to go to your muscles and your legs and arms to create the much-needed reaction and response time for you to get to safety. Unfortunately, or fortunately, there's not a lot of reasons for us to fear as much of our physical danger as maybe when we lived in the caves, saber-toothed tigers and those things. But our response to our external environment, we still have a pattern of fight or flight. We still respond like Catherine teaches us, with that fight-or-flight response to our emotions, which she teaches with her visual centering. So we're responding from a more safe place where we can understand we're not truly in danger most of the time. Sometimes, of course, we are in physical danger, but most of the time our stress response is not triggered by a real danger, which is what her work does so powerfully. But there's another instigation and that is our diet and the chemicals and additives that are added to our diet. So some are just choices of foods and some are things that are done to our foods, which is part of the dark thought forms moving through our food to be able to numb us into a certain amount of um, inability to be active members of the society. So one of the things that our diet does by choosing a healthy diet is it minimizes the stress response internally. So we actually can turn off the fight-or-flight mechanism with our diet from the inside. So many times when people change their diet, they actually will tell me they they no longer feel anxiety. They no longer feel depression. They no longer have the jitteriness or restlessness, because sometimes it's so confusing when you're, you feel like your life is actually quite happy, but you're, you're still anxious and there's some confusion for people when, in fact, the diet is the cause of much of our anxiety. So if we eat according to more traditional diets with healthy fresh vegetables, healthy grains, clean water, foods that haven't been tampered with, we actually decrease the fight-or-flight mechanism and have less of a feeling of anxiety. So it's very interesting. I found that a refreshing uh, side effect when people change their diet. So thank you, Sanander, for that reminder to talk about that. So what we're, what we're suggesting is to remove the refined carbohydrates, remove the foods that have been tampered with, moves back to the foods that are traditionally grown from sources that you can trust that don't use the harmful toxins and pesticides and herbicides. But the second part that has to do with heart health is oil and fat. And this sometimes gets a little confusing. Good fats and bad fats, of course, is not the whole story, but let's just use those for now. Hydrogenated oils are one of the most dangerous things we can use that will surely lead to heart trouble. Another word for them are trans fats or trans fatty acids. These have a very very powerful negative effect on our body. So again, like I did last week where I typed up my notes, I'll also have this list for you available on a file on the Healing for Ascension group page. So you can access this. So don't worry about writing anything down. Just listen for now, and I'll have it for you to print and have available for you. Hydrogenated oils and fats have been tampered with. They're not naturally occurring. Most of the oils on our shelf at this store are rancid because they're not cold-pressed. They're heated to very high temperatures and start to turn quite rancid, although we can't smell the rancidity when we open the bottle, so it's deceiving. And in traditional diets, people had fats that were more of perfect balance between omega-3 and omega-6 fatty acids. We don't really have to worry about what those are. Just to know that traditional diets had a balance between those two. There used to be a one-to-two ratio of omega-3 fatty acids and omega-6 oils. When, in fact, today's ratio for most Americans is 1 to 25, meaning one part omega-3 and 25 parts omega-6. This is one of the main reasons why we have heart disease, is these oils have a very negative effect on our body. They lower the good cholesterol. They raise the bad cholesterol. They actually change the birth weight in our infants. Insulin response, they decrease immune system, they decrease testosterone, they decrease red blood cell response to immune system, they clog the liver as far as detoxifying us, on and on. So some people ask, all right, so what is a hydrogenated oil? What am I eating that has that in there? So that would be all battered and fried foods, a particular evil in the South. <laughs> we love the fried chicken here, but That had to go. Margarine, vegetable oils, non-dairy products, non-dairy creamers, cake mixes and frosting, white bread, tortillas, fast food, peanut butter unless it's organic, ice cream, pie or pie crusts, pancakes, waffles, microwave popcorn, ooh, I know that got (laughs) cookies, biscuits, frozen dinners, crackers, these things we have seen, I know I have, it's part of my life since childhood. And this is what happened to me in my 30s when I got sick and I had to understand that the way I was raised by very loving parents, they had no idea of hydrogenated oils and trans fatty acids at that time. So it's not even that we know these are bad or we're eating them. Sometimes we just have no idea that this is actually causing our hearts to have trouble beating the blood throughout our body. So the good kind of fats that are wonderful to eat are those that come naturally in foods. Avocados, olives, quinoa, all of these come with really high levels of omega-3 fatty acids. And if you'd like to use another kind of fat that's made by humans, derived from plants, Coconut oil and olive oil are relatively safe in small amounts, but if you but foods are loaded with fat. There's so many omega-3 fatty acids in vegetables, people never even think about that. I had a wonderful member of the Healing for Ascension tour page remind me, have you seen how many really good fats are in greens? We never even think about that. I was so grateful for that reminder. So... I think bringing our awareness to when we meddle too much with Mother Nature that she gives in such abundance, this is when we start seeing our diseases. This is when we start having trouble, when we can pull as fresh as we can right from her garden. With little change, the body is amazing at being able to use these natural products to give us full energy and health and vitality. So when we combine the emotional work that comes with our ascension training with Sananda and Catherine, who needs light, visual centering, our grounding, and combine that with our own connection with our higher self and the love we have for ourselves with loving ourselves by choosing these good foods, what we find is the perfect balance the perfect balance between the emotional way we care for ourselves and the physical way we care for ourselves. And it ends up being the perfect combination for our ascension. So I support you, again, in starting anywhere you can with turning a new eye to your kitchen and a new eye to your grocery store. And know that I'll have all of these on the Healing for Ascension tour page for you to review at your own time. Sometimes it's so hard to listen and absorb. So just take your time and read through. And as many of you did, you emailed me amazing questions, and you found me on the Facebook page, and we had wonderful conversations. So don't hesitate to find me on Facebook and ask your individual questions that I may not have touched on today. And I wish you many blessings on whatever changes you make to, uh, to move into a healthy alignment with your food. Thank you, Sananda, so much for the time to share this information. I'm very grateful.
0: Thank you, Meg. That was just brilliant. I love the way you wrapped it up there with the picture of loving yourself in everything you do, loving yourself by paying attention to the way you create the way you create your meals, the way you attend to your own needs. It is only with love that someone will take the the time and the interest and go to the bother of noticing that most of the things that are offered in a grocery store should not ever be eaten. Have you noticed that you know, I I pay attention to grocery stores as well. I went into a to the grocery store with Catherine last night. They had to pick up some paper products. Of course, she goes to the um, the recycled paper section, which is very small. And what you notice when you go through a large grocery store the only things that anyone should even consider eating are all around the outside. You don't even have to go down an aisle. If you're walking down an aisle in a grocery store, you're probably finding things that are on the list that Meg has described. So make it easy for yourself. Go to a, an organic store. Yes, it is more expensive. Of course it is, as it should be. Your food is too inexpensive, especially your fast food, is much too inexpensive compared to what should be dedicated, to what part of your resources should be dedicated to taking care of yourself with your food. And, of course, if you don't have any medical bills, your food is much higher quality. So look forward to being richer because you're healthier. Now, it's time for us to go to the healing ships. We've promised you that we will we'll go visit the Arcturian ship and we have these people waiting who are eager to go and take part in the lovely healing arena with us and so we'll go there now together and let me remind you again you're going to hear this from me in every call and every message let me remind you again to listen with new ears to see with new eyes I'm going to give you one example before we leave Look around your room. Let your eyes fall on some object. Now notice, when you look at that object, what are your associations to it? Look at the color, the shape, the use of it, where it came from. And notice all the things that run through your mind. If it's a chair, well, that reminds me of a chair that my grandmother had. And the color of the chair. Oh, yes. That's like the fabric that my mother had in her dining room. And the use of it. Oh, yes. We used to sit around chairs like that at the dining room table. You see, human beings, have always, in the third dimension, have always had the way of thinking about things that includes references to the past. That's not a, a fault. It's simply the way it is. It's the way human beings have always thought. Now, what I'm asking you to do is to create a new kind of thinking a radical new kind of thinking. Because you see, human beings are very conservative. Even the ones who call themselves liberals are very conservative in the way their minds work. And so your first response to any new experience or any new um, teaching is that you go back to try to Compare it to something you've already known. Now, that's not wrong. But what I ask you now is to see everything in a sort of suspended state where you allow yourself to digest it, to process it in a new kind of way. It's very good that Meg is giving you this information about bodies and how they work. Because in picturing your body this way, what you see is that your body processes food, water, air, the way your mind is designed to process information. In a pure state of measuring... Seeing clearly the way an eagle sees. Noticing the qualities of what you look at without having to associate it to something from the past. Now, if you want to do that in your second um, analysis of something, that's fine. But initially, initially, try to simply see it what it is right now in the present. Notice the qualities. Whether you're looking at the apple you're buying in the health food store or the flower that grows outside your window, notice it for what it is. Notice the personality and the vivid characteristics of the person the bush the animal or the creation of human hands see it as it is in the moment without reference to the past and you will begin to raise your vibration to such a level that you can see with God's eyes. Now, let us go. We're going to hop on the rising vibration inside our pillar of light, which we include, which we expand to include the entire globe everything we do now is about expanding and we're going to join hands and move together as we rise up toward the Arcturian ship where they await our our visit with great anticipation. They love doing this work for us as we love doing it. Now, in our pillar of light, we have all those people who wish to be healed, the ones who have been mentioned today and everyone else who'd like to go as well. We have healers who come along to help, and their participation is so important. You know, when Catherine first put out the call to do these healing shows, we had as many healers sign up as we had people who wanted to be healed imagine that and so this continues we invite all the wonderful healers with so many different beautiful techniques that they've learned and now I invite the healers as well to open your minds and open your hearts to new inspiration new knowledge, new experience that will take you far beyond anything you've learned in a school, far beyond anything even the greatest master could have taught you a year ago. Because truly, you're all changing. Your creativity is expanding. And your capacity to process things anew is evolving and so here we are they open the doors for us to come into the entryway huge place we can remain together holding hands in the circle and they open the great doorways so that we can enter the arena And here are the Arcturians, the beautiful Arcturians. Their bodies are so light and filled with light that they emanate. Like small pillars of light, each of them. And their warmth is palpable. You feel a sense of welcoming. And so let us all go into the great healing arena. And now if you wish, you can bring your your animals as well, and they will go to their own special healing arena. And one of you can can usher them over where the arcturians will accept them and take them to their beautiful room. It's a little more like a playroom than the one that the adults go to. Now we'll go in to the great circle where the beautiful reclining couches are so comfortable and welcoming, and each of you take your place around the circle, join with others who may have similar difficulties so that you form a support group between you, everyone welcoming each other warmly. And as we continue, the the Arcturians will do their scan. As Catherine has described it, it's a little bit like the printer that takes the picture. The light goes across your body and back and registers everything that you need because it can see the healthy cells, the ones that are being attacked by some toxin or disease, And it registers on their scan. The reason they use the scan itself is because it helps to calibrate their healing wands. Now they are also very effective even without their technology but this gives an extra boost to their power and it focuses the energy and the light in a very particular way. And so they can take their wands, which have been calibrated, and use them to point toward, for instance, a pocket of cancer cells. And the wand itself is calibrated to nullify the cancer cells and to encourage the healthy cells. And so there is no toxic effect like the kinds of chemotherapy that you're familiar with. They're only destroying the cancer cells. And in doing that, it simply nullifies the cancer cells. Let me give you an example. Some of you may be familiar with uh, sound systems that use this technology from physics where a certain vibration at a certain decibel level can be completely canceled out by producing the opposite. It's called noise canceling. And so this is similar to what the ones that the Arcturians use can do. It cancels out the vibration of the the cancer cell, the other the bacterial or virus uh, cells, by producing a vibration of the opposite tone, let's say, and by doing this, it cancels out the disease. It's a very elegant process and also a very simple one. So this is what the Arcturians are doing now. They're using their wands to help activate your immune systems to give a boost and a a delightful feeling to help your body to recalibrate itself. Now, this is a delightful experience, but you must also remember, you must continue to do this yourselves when you leave. This treatment simply gives you the experience of feeling it, of knowing what it's like to feel the love coursing through your veins, to feel light lifting you, lifting your feelings, your mood. At the same time, it raises your vibration and helps your body. Yes, you are one with your body. Our goal here is to help you love your body, move in to occupy your body fully, take possession of every cell, and as Prime Creator has said, to be in command of every thought, every feeling, and every action. And of course, we, under the category of action, we include what you eat. And you heard now from our dear Meg how crucial it is because, as she said, it is symbolic of the way you care for yourself. And so, most people will say, oh, well, I can't afford organic food. Well, dear, dear ones, if you know that you have to eat about one quarter of what you eat now, I'll bet you will consider that it would not be more expensive. In fact, it is more expensive to eat the toxic destructive food that most of you have been eating it is very expensive to eat bad food well we can't even really call it food because if it's if it's uh, trans fats and processed sugar it's not food it's poison so really it's a matter of whether you invest in poison Or you invest in real food. There's hardly a choice, is there? Now, if you know you don't have to buy meat, you don't have to buy desserts, you don't have to buy anything that's processed, your grocery bill is not going to increase. Because you're going to be buying less, and you'll be your nutrition levels will increase so that you will feel far less hunger. And so the quantities you need will be reduced considerably. Now, as the Arcturians are working, I go around the the circle. And I stop for just a few seconds with each person because that's all it really takes for me to send a huge blast of love that will wash over you, give you a sense of warmth and acceptance. For I feel such love for each of you and such admiration. Your willingness to take part in these groups is is so heartwarming to me and gratifying to know that you're working so hard to learn and to change and to learn to absorb our love. It has been such a long time on planet Earth that the darkness had interfered with your even knowing how to accept our love. It's not that darkness ever overcame the light. That's not the way it works. It was that. The darkness distracted you from the light, convinced you not to absorb it, convinced you to do something else, think about something else, um, distract yourself with entertainment or with, activities that keep you so busy you can't possibly think about how to take care of yourself, and then to convince you that there was something really good about that. Oh, it's been a hard time. It's been a hard road convincing all of you that you deserve love, that you deserve good care. It has always been true. It has always been our feeling toward you. It has always been God's way. But you were taught something so different. We do not punish. We do not disapprove. We do not condemn. Now, this does not mean that we don't see when someone does something unfriendly or destructive. Of course we see it. And we do support the methods that will help those who are innocent. We don't say, for instance, just because we say we don't condemn doesn't mean we don't have judgment. It doesn't mean we don't see the difference. Of course we do. And it doesn't mean we condone or accept destructive or dark behavior. Yes, we see that sometimes those people who've been murderous and destructive and cruel need to be separated from others. Yes, they need to be separated out and specially trained especially helped because they don't understand, because they have no basis in feeling regret or remorse when they do something cruel. And so our solution or approach to that is to support your efforts. For instance, to arrest or Um, isolate those people who've been destructive. That's appropriate. That does not mean we condemn them. It means we see that they're dangerous to you. They're dangerous to the progress of the planet. And because of that, they will be separated. They will be helped. They will be taught. They will have the chance to learn, but they won't be amongst you. They won't be there to hurt you or take advantage of you. And this is the the program that we recommend for you. Be very careful about who you bring into your life. Be careful about who you support, who you nurture, who you give your love to, Now, when I say that, I mean who you embrace, who you bring into your life, who you invite to your table. If you want to forgive everyone, then by all means do so, but do it from a distance. If you want to forgive those who have used their machetes to hack their fellow countrymen, into bits. Yes, they need your forgiveness, but they do not need to move into your house. There is a great difference, and this is the message we tried to send to you. And when I asked Catherine and Gabriella to write an article for you, it was with my full approval and my encouragement because you need to hear from others as well. Others among you who understand and are digesting and processing this new way of thinking. Now as I go around the group, you can hear my words and still concentrate on your own healing. For my words come the deepest part of my heart from my connection with God and when I connect with God my words express God's thinking this is what we hope to teach you dear ones that you too can feel and think and behave like God. There are, of course, judgments made. You have been talking recently about the word judgment because I suggested it. It was my idea to bring this up because I would like to restore the word to some, um, a different kind of definition. Judgment is the path to wisdom. It has nothing to do with that other concept, which should really be a different word, that is about being judgmental. Being judgmental is pretending to have judgment, It's pretending to be above it all. It's pretending to be superior to others. Pretending that you know better. That is an entirely different thing. It has nothing to do with real intelligence. It has to do with arrogance and ego. And so it has been terribly mistaken to mix those two things and People end up saying things like, I never judge anyone. Well, heaven help you, beloved ones. What kind of people do you invite into your life? Don't you care the way people behave? Don't you care the way they treat you? So let's restore to dignity the concept of judgment. It means measurement, assessment, careful vision, clear vision, and sparkling good health. Because, of course, when you are in a state where you are living in your heart, and your mind is connected to the higher to your higher self mind. You are a whole organism. You operate like a beautifully oiled machine, of course better, more complex. And your thoughts and feelings merge into the perception of truth. This is what we're looking for. This is the higher dimensional way of life. And there are no shortcuts, dear ones. There are no simple formulas or ancient chants which can bring you to the highest level of who you are. Now use all the techniques you have, of course. Meditate. Ground yourself on Mother Earth. Open your mind. Feel your body alive, healthy, strong, from the inside out. Feel my love pouring, pouring down on you. Through your whole body, to every single cell, awakening every part of your body, your stomach, your brain, your heart, your fingertips, all your senses alive and operating like an orchestra in synchrony, in balance, and in love. And in that place where you go to the center of your brain, your thoughts will be different. They will not approach anything judgmental, but you will have good judgment. When you are in the center of your brain, using the techniques that Catherine has taught, The visual centering helps you to go to the center of your brain. When you live there, not just as a practice to help you get through a difficult moment, but when you live there, you are in the mind of God. And it is not possible for God to be judgmental. And so you need not worry as long as you are truly in the center of yourself, in the center of your brain, in the center of your heart, the center of your body, you will feel the group consciousness that is growing and evolving. Feel it now, here in the arena. You are rising Dear ones, you are rising to a higher level of consciousness. Join us, the masters who are here to help you, the Arcturians who know very well how to think as a group and are here to help you learn. Notice how they move how they acknowledge one another, how they are completely telepathically connected. And in doing so, they know how to help you because they feel your consciousness as well. How did I know how to heal when I came there? In a body to to take the role as Jesus because I felt the consciousness of the person I was healing. And when your consciousness is at a low level of vibration, this does not just mean you're feeling unhappy, or you're in pain, or you don't like something. That's not low vibration. A low vibration is when you turn toward the darkness, when you begin to feel hopelessness, despair. Those are low vibrational feelings and they're not cured by thinking a happy thought. Our goal is not simply to be happy or to feel good. That's a side effect. We can't build a life around trying to create side effects. We want the real thing. Breathe into your center, dear ones. When you take up that stance of a pillar of light and you feel yourself to be a pillar of light, it is not even possible to feel unequal. It's not possible to feel unworthy. It's not possible to hate yourself because when you become the pillar of light you were designed to be you are God's love you know God's love and you know you are precious and so there is hardly even a word it has to do with worthiness or unworthiness. You simply are light. You are God's love, and it is endless. And there is nothing else. There is no place for unfairness or arrogance or separation. This is what we want. This is what we were born for. Group consciousness means not just the thought of being together as one, but the complete experience of being one with each other, with the animals, the flora and the fauna of your planet with the planet herself, with all the masters, all the stars, all the planets, all the beings in all the universes, we are one. And we are destined to live that, experience that, to be that, at every moment you live at every moment you're in this precious beloved body at every moment when you live as a light being in the higher realms when you travel the universes every moment in eternity you are God. And now, I have given my blessing. I have st- sent great lo- waves of love to each of you. I hope you did experience it. I hope you did feel the high vibration that increases every moment. As you participate in these wonderful calls together, look at the light we stir up. Look at the energy we experience together. Look what happens when you listen with your heart and you understand. It is more than thinking. It is more than breathing. It's more than your heart beating. There are no words for what one really means. You must simply allow the feeling and the experience and know that this is what you were born for. This dear ones, is what you came here for. To feel this uplifting, this rising feeling of joining with others, this is what we're here for. Now let us allow the the Arcturians to now shower us with their blue and silver light washing away all the old all the old thoughts, the feelings, the past all of it let it wash away and feel yourself cleansed brand new sparkling like the beautiful pillar of light each of you can be. And together, look at us. We're like a a sun. It's warm, isn't it? It's delightful to be together. Now... as the warm golden light returns to the arena. Everyone, hop off your bed. Come. Embrace the people around you. Notice how beautiful your friends look, how restored and happy they are. Let us all go. Bid our farewells to the Arcturians. And as we go toward the, back to the entryway, let us join together and all send a huge healing blast of light and love to our dear planet. Let's count. Three, two, one blast off (laughs) send it right into the heart of planet earth right into her glowing crystal and as we do that each time we do that the crystal gains in power and look all of the connections to all the other crystals on the earth that are being activated it is brilliant. The light, the brilliant light of planet Earth is returning. And now there is nothing left but a few shadows. The shadows of the Archon thinking. That now, dear ones, is what you need to remove from the planet and from yourself. They're shadows. Nothing more. They have no substance. They have no weight. They are simply the leftover dark patterns from the past. That shouldn't be an impossible task, should it? You've heard of shadow boxing. Well, this is what's going on now. There's no need to box with a shadow. You simply dispel it with light. When you gaze upon yourselves with genuine love, you dispel the shadows. This is my challenge to you this week, dear ones. Dispel the shadows. Dispense with all the old arguments and conflicts. And allow yourself to rise to the new DNA configuration that is being given to you now. You will feel yourselves becoming less aggressive, less hmm, what would you call it, gnarly, less attracted to conflict, less attracted to the ideas that divide and separate, and more attracted to to the things that unify. And now, let us go Together, back to our pillar of light, where we will join hands again and gently, quietly let ourselves float down together, filled with light, completely now at ease, at peace, enriched and nourished, and back to the place where you started. But when you look at your room, when you look around you at the familiar objects, notice they're not so familiar. In fact, you can see them in a completely different way now simply with an objective eye. Ah, there's a chair. I never really noticed that chair before. Ah, there's a glass on the table. I wonder how that water will taste. And so on. Thank you for joining me, all of you. Healers, those who asked for special healing, thank you for allowing us to join together. I send you my endless, endless love and gratitude respect, and appreciation for all of you who are working so hard. And I ask you, bear with me, because the program I'm giving you is not easy. I understand that. It's not easy for anyone. But I'm challenging you with every message, and of course the messages from Your masters are all in line with what I've been teaching. We take turns because it's pleasant for us, because they love you too, and they want to join in this process. So come with us. Join with us. I promise you, you'll be glad you did because we're really very good company. And you're very good company, too, when you raise your vibration and celebrate with us. It is truly a new day. Namaste, all. I am your Sananda.
2: Thank you, Sananda. Thank you so much for your amazing message and your trip to the ship. I am always completely just filled with light when you join us. This was a particularly beautiful message today. Hi, Catherine.
0: Hi. <laughs> oh, so much love. So much love. Extra
1: sweet.
0: <laughs> hmm So I think he said in the beginning to notice and try to absorb and accept the love we were going to get. Well, I have that feeling again. There's nothing I can add. There's nothing more to say. I'd rather not answer questions right now. I think if someone has, I see there's a one hand raised. If you have a question, bring it to us, either on our our Facebook page or by email, and we'll talk with you. But I'd rather right now just bask in this lovely, warm, just so satisfying. Experience, how about yeah. you, Meg?
2: I agree, thank you yes had it was a wonderful challenge you gave to merge the speaking with the heart. It was a beautiful message for us to speak oh, from yeah. the heart.
0: He challenged you to suffer. do it right on the spot.
2: Right there, I was almost speechless. I could, was <laughs> crying at the love, and had to then form words. And and some part of my brain thought that was difficult. Thought I couldn't do it. So it was really helpful to say mm-hmm. no. This is what we do.
0: And you did and we it. Opened
2: it up. And I'm glad he saw that I was having a challenge, and he he helped me. So it was a Mm -hmm. a new awareness. I was very grateful for it. So that's my new that's my new challenge is to recognize and step into that and how different it feels. Mm -hmm. Thank you, thank you, Catherine.
0: Yes, and bravo, Meg. (laughs) 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 All right. Here goes We Are the World. And I just love the words to this song. So I recommend people listen to a few phrases because you come away with just this wonderful sense of we're doing this together. And it's so important.
2: And we'll see everybody Wednesday at 8 for our next show.
0: Yes, Wednesday night at 8. And meanwhile, watch for our messages. People who want to sign up for our email messages, make sure you go to Who Needs Light and go to sign on and you'll get all of these messages that we're sending and the, and I'll be sending out the articles too. So, so long everybody until next time.
2: Goodbye everybody.
0: Bye-bye.